This is the Jason Walker Show. Two-time National Sports Media Association Montana Sportscaster of the Year and three-time loser, the Jason Walker Show. The best local and statewide sports coverage featuring the biggest guests from Montana. Clint Rasmussen uh, joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. He's freaking exhausting, too. You used to dance a lot more. Yeah, I know, lady. I'm 51 years old now. The NAI Hall of Famer Mike Vendee's joining us here Jason Walker Show. And is it just a deal where quarterbacks have to be good golfers? Well, that's all they have time for. They don't work out. They don't lift weight. They don't do anything else. They might as well go get on the golf course at least have some fun. And from across the country. Doug Gottlieb, our guest here on the Jason Walker Show. End of the day, remember, it, it's your show. It's got your name on it. Howie Mandela, our guest here. Jason Walker. Deal or no deal. The Jason Walker Show. Broadcasting from the Major Mortgage Man Cave. Here's Jason Walker. Oh, man, that's hot. Happy uh, Wednesday. Jason Walker Show, presented by Capital Collision Center. Montana State Law says it is your vehicle. It is your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center. Coming up today in the Major Mortgage Man Cave, we are going to chat with Helena High Coach Scott Evans. His thoughts on uh, the win over Gallatin and the quarterfinal matchup with Bozeman coming up on Friday night. Also going to check in That's What She Said with Alex Eshelman, the fantastic sports reporter for ABC Fox Montana down in Bozeman. Also, um, SWX Montana. As uh, they've got a big game coming up this weekend, SWX does. Cats at Eastern Washington, number four at number five. And ESPN not putting it on. You got the Grizz on, though. Let's not forget that. They lost. Um, what else we got? On this day in history coming up and a whole lot more still. So, uh, was going to golf this morning. Because it's still open, and did not, did not. Um, I ended up talking to uh, a guy in the in the in the uh, parking lot for like a half hour, and the, the longer I stood there, the colder my hands got. So I said, "No." Nope. So I'm going tomorrow, last day tomorrow, heading out. So there you go. Yeah. By the way, you can watch on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. You can listen on Podbean, Network One Sports. Our Twitter handle, at jwalkersports. Our uh, email, jason at jasonwalkershow.com. And our phone number is 406-209-1267. Big, uh, big night in Virginia last night. Ooh. I don't know if you're uh, watching that, but holy cow. Uh, let's, uh, big, big night down there. Uh, let's see. What else did we uh, get started on? Is our microphone not going to work now? Stay there. Uh, let's see. Montana soccer. Lady Grizz are very good on the pitch. They are the two seed for the Big Sky Championship that begins on Friday in uh, Greeley, and they will take on Sacramento State, the six seed, on Friday morning. Hornets beat uh, Northern Arizona in an upset. 1-0. Score in the 83rd minute. The Grizz are 11-5-1. and one. The Hornets 5-11-2, and the Grizz 1-1-0. Caitlin Rogers, back on October the 1st, got the goal. The uh, winner of the title match, which comes up Sunday in Greeley, is headed to the NCAAs as the automatic Big Sky Conference berth. So there you go. Good luck to Lady Grizz on that one. Uh, what else did we uh, did we see? Hmm, good stuff. Um... Somebody weighing in? You going to weigh in on the Facebook or the Twitter? I did see this on, uh, on, on a Facebook friend's page, and this was too funny not to share. I won't, I won't say names, but I'm sure she's listening or watching. So the, these, these uh, friends of mine are big Bobcat fans and also big Capital Bruin fans. So this is their conversation at the breakfast table today. The wife goes, is the national championship still in Frisco? And the husband says, yes. And the wife says, do you know the date? This is a joke. This is legit. This really happened. Uh, and the husband says, uh, why don't you just worry about Billings Friday? And the wife says, well, they have nothing to do with each other, but I'm feeling super positive for both. Again, they're Cats and Bruins fans. The husband rolls his eyes, holy bleep, 
we have three. We being the Bobcats, but not we because I don't play for them. Uh, have three regular season games left, and they have to win. Just cool your jets. To which the wife said, well, I need to get in touch with my cousin. She lives in Frisco. We can stay there. And the husband says, just focus on the game Friday. Getting annoyed. <laughs> to which she replies, we are going to win Friday. Remember, when Flathead was the eight seed and the Bruins were the one seed and they beat us at Vigilante on Halloween. Anything could happen. To which the wife said, or the husband said, keep believing that. And why are you acting crazy? And she says, my point is, anything can happen. Go Bruins, go Cats. I had to share that. I saw that today. That's fantastic. Uh, yeah, the Cats do need to win. <laughs> they, they have a while to go. But, uh, oh, the wife just texted. She heard. Here we go. I was, she's outside in her, or out in the living room in her office while we're in the Mad Cave. I didn't bring up Armageddon of October 31st, 2003. Uh, my friends on Facebook did. So, yes, Flathead was the one seed, or the eight seed, came in, knocked off the one seed capital. The two seed lost that night. The three seed lost that night in the first round of the double-A playoffs. And the four seed went on to win the championship. It's a fantastic story. I mean, it was Halloween. And the top three seeds all lost. And I believe it was a full moon, too. So my wife was in, in school at the time at Capitol. She was a senior. And they're like, she's not. I'm going to take my little cousin trick-or-treating because Capitol's going to beat the crap out of Flathead. They did it earlier in the season. We're not even going to go to the game. Little did she know, she wasn't going to go to any more Capitol Bruin games as a student because they lost that night. Armageddon. One, two, and three all went down. Rocky Erickson tells a fantastic story. I, I might have to find that for tomorrow. Or maybe get him on to tell that story from Armageddon, October 31st. That was so much. I mean, I'm working at a TV station in Great Falls, and we're just watching the scores roll in, going, holy cow, what's going on? It was amazing. And that's why you play the games. Because anything can happen. It was so much fun, though. Not for those teams and not for those fans, but, yeah, one, two, and three, all going down. Armageddon 2003. This is the uh, Jason Walker Show. By the way, uh, big games coming up this week in the quarterfinals. Uh, you've got Capital at Billings West. You have Helena High at Bozeman, Glacier is at Butte, and Great Falls High is at Sentinel in the AA. Five out of the eight teams remaining are in the AA from the Western Conference. We'll ask uh, Scott Evans, the Helena High coach, what that says about the strength of the Western AA. And well, does he think that all? Does he think that next four or next week's semifinals are going to be filled with four Western AA teams? You're guaranteed one in the semis. Glacier's playing Butte. They're both Western AA, so you're going to get a West team there. You've got then Sentinel, which could be and should be, by all intents and purposes, Great Falls High, although the Bison are playing really, really well. But then you've got Capital and Helena High needing to pull road wins over teams from the East in Bozeman and West. It's going to be a fun, fun weekend. It definitely will. Not sure if we're doing a show tomorrow, but we might have to do one Friday just to get everything set. Plus, we can't golf on Friday. The course is closed. But, anyway, um, we are going to talk to Alex Eshelman coming up. That's what she said Wednesday, brought to you by Dinner's Done Right. She'll uh, talk about the Cats, the bye week. Are they healthy? Got the Grizz hosting, or Grizz on the road at uh, Northern Colorado, which should be a pretty easy win. Of course, we thought that last week, too, and they should have lost to Southern Utah. Uh, Art's tuning in. Art, I have your uh, your photo. I've got your – well, I, it's not really a photo. What, it's um, it's the thing, the Cool Alley Arena. He got one the uh, same time I did at the Stampede uh, because Cool Alley Arena, renamed this year at the Last Chance Stampede, home of, uh, well, the Kesslers for a long, long time. So I did pick up your, your uh, frame today, your uh, – that. I picked it up for you. So there you go. So you don't have to call me back today, Art. Actually, you do. We have a lot to talk about. Don't call me now. Though. 
Uh, let's see <laughs> what else. Some great games in the uh, B, the A, the 6 and 8 man coming up this week too. And I had to – I got to – real quick, I got to get this off my chest. I've been seeing these dudes on Twitter, and they talk about uh, college basketball starts in a week. College basketball fires up and, you know, whatever. College basketball started last month, dudes. Like the NAI, Carroll College has played, Tech, Dickinson, Northern, Providence, Rocky. They've all played games. NAI has played games. It's real basketball. And for those that have their head buried in the sand, you need to watch it. All across the country, not just to the Northwest with the Cascade and the Frontier, but you've got got some really good basketball in the NAI, folks. So these jack wagons on the Twitter need to pull their heads out and uh, and watch some NAI basketball as well. Um, so there you go. All right. We're going to take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk to Alex Eshelman. We'll get her thoughts on the Cats and the Grizz this weekend. Also the uh, quarterfinals for the AA. Uh, we did see, I'll get her thoughts on Eric Kinnaman uh, resigning as the head coach of uh, Belgrade after 21 seasons with the Panthers. He stepped aside this week. It's been tough. Look, the dude was put in a tough, tough situation moving to uh, AA football, and Belgrade AA not as good as it was in the A because the AA um, has kicked Belgrade's butt for, for reals for the last two years. So I uh, was head coach of the fifth, uh, for 15 years, so we'll get her thoughts on, uh, on him as well. So, Also going to talk to Scott Evans, still coming up, the Helena High head football coach, got on this day in history, and uh, more stuff on the way. And I'm going to fill out my week nine pick em. I've won one week. I should have won twice, but I lost the tiebreaker. I don't know why you can't have two champs. Kidding. Um, took it in the shorts last. I went eight and seven last week in the NFL pick 'em, but my fantasy team won. And uh, those guys that were giving me a hard time about picking uh, Pat Mahomes over Christian McCaffrey can bite it because McCaffrey hasn't played, and Mahomes got me a big win last weekend. So there you go. Eat my shorts. That's all I got. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. And we'll talk to Alex Eshelman. That's what she said. Brought to you by Dinner's Done Right just around the corner. This is the Jason Walker Show. We are presented by Capital Collision Center. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle. It is your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center. Love Capital Collision Center. Took my truck there. Got it fixed last year. It was in a wreck. And they fixed up my Tiffany. That's what I call her. With an I, not a Y. But... I uh, got it back, and it was like spanking brand new. They took care of everything. I didn't have to deal with insurance companies. I did not have to deal with anything. They did it all for me. They texted me and let me know where it was in the process of getting repaired, step-by-step process. They called. They did it all. Capital Collision Center will take care of you just like that as well because you're treated like family there. Capital Collision Center on Euclid in Helena. Coming right back with Alex Ashley next. New vehicles keep coming, and Capital Collision Center keeps earning certifications to repair them. They're Helena's newest GM-certified facility. No matter the make or year, they repair your car to manufacturer's standards and requirements, maintaining its safety and value. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle, and it's your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center, certified in GM, Subaru, and Nissan, and Helena's only shop certified in Honda, Acura, and Ford. When you value safety, go to Capital Collision Center on Euclid. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Fall is officially here, and now is the perfect time to get your rig tuned up before the big hunt. That means a lift kit from Auto Concepts. An Auto Concepts lift kit will help take you places only the animals can go. And when you do get that big one, 
Make sure you have help to get a home with a winch to pull it out. Or maybe you'll be a good friend and help pull someone out of the snowbank. Check out AutoConceptsHelena.com for more ideas. Auto Concepts, the auto enhancement professionals. Do you love to look at photos of Montana from animals to landscapes and more? Are you looking for a place to get your senior pictures or family portraits done? Are you a business owner looking to upgrade the decor in your offices? Well, look no further than Mark LaRoe Photography. Mark has been shooting beautiful photos all across the Treasure State from rodeos to portraits and would love to work with you. Visit MarkLaRoePhotography.com to see many masterpieces of his work. Then give him a call to schedule your own photo shoot. Or to purchase one of his fantastic pieces, stop by Spirit of the Big Sky Gallery on Custer in Helena. MarkLaRoePhotography.com Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings, or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. Everyone knows about Dinners Done Right and the convenience of the cook and carry cuisines. It's so easy to just stop by and you have something for dinner that night. But there's also one more thing you need to know about. Dinners Done Right grab-and-go salad bar. Yes, I said salad bar. Always the freshest ingredients along with a daily soup and nacho bar too. So the next time you are in a rush or you just want to eat healthy, stop by Dinners Done Right for the soup, salad, and nacho bar. For monthly menus and more info, it's dinnersdoneright.com. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rockers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rockers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $299. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rockers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Welcome back, Jason Walker Show. On a Wednesday, this segment brought to you by Rutgers Furniture. Make the quality choice for your home at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. We've talked about the kitchen table we got. It still scares me. We don't have a lot of people over to our house because I just don't like people coming over, but when they do and we have to expand the table, we don't have leaves that... You have to take in and out. The leaves, the leaf comes out of the bottom of the, in the middle of the table. It's freaking weird. It scares me. But um, we got it at Rutgers Furniture. I highly recommend it. Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn in Helena. It's a great table. I just, it scares the heck out of me. All right, speaking of not being scary, in the Major Mortgage Man Cave, it is uh, Alex Eshelman. We love our conversations every Wednesday. It is uh, brought to you by Dinner's Done Right. The November menus, Alex, um, are you Italian? I am. Okay. My mother would be so happy to hear that you asked that question. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, um, I am. So I can tell you that uh, you probably like some uh, chicken cacciatore. Is that Italian? Yes, yes. I, yeah, I would say I'm more of... I just like any type of pasta. Just okay. put pasta on a plate, anything, okay. mix it up, whatever. I love it. So chicken Italiano, chicken Marsala. Um, yes. Okay. That's on the menu Don't this month, it. by the way. That dinner's done right. So Also baked tortellini, sloppy joes. Count me in. Okay. All right. One of these days, you come up to Helena, I'm making you dinner. Perfect. Okay. Perfect. Along with your family. And speaking of which, yes. we talked about this last episode. I, know, I, know. I want to see a Halloween family costume picture. You didn't see it on the Facebook yet? I, sh- I did see it, but you have to show the people. Oh, the I, I showed the them. I, I showed if them. They, if anybody didn't see it, we have to show it again okay. here on your show. Yes. No, I will pull one up here um, <laughs> because it's just so lovely. Okay. 
let me see. Is that can we do that? Does that work? That is the little one and I. I think it works. Okay, she's bad girl. Oh my god! I am a very attractive poison ivy. <laughs> All the respect in the world to you for that, Jason. Oh, thank you. Hey, I'd like to tell you that it's the first time I've uh, dressed up as a lady, but uh, it's about the fourth time. So. That's fine. Uh, yes. Whatever works. Yes. Uh, ABC Fox it. Montana sports reporter Alex Eshelman joining us, SWX Montana. How was your week off? It was so needed. It was really needed. I didn't realize how much I needed it. Presentation of Learfield under the Broncos. Over me. Second here. Okay. We've got a. Sorry about that, Jason. I thought that. Um, <laughs> listen to the talking there. But listen to the Zach over like here. We had a previous episode of Bobcat Insert talking <laughs> in the background. My week of rest and my bye week personally was great. Obviously, I didn't need it as much as the football team did. Right. But it was very nice to lay low, focus on some high school sports, and um, just rejuvenate and get ready for this big week of Eastern Washington on the schedule. Which we're going to talk about here in a second. But let's start with the high schools, Alex, because there was some great high school played. Um, but we did see Eric Kinneman resign as Belgrade's head coach. You've probably got a chance to talk to him a couple of times. 15 years as the head coach, 21 years in Belgrade. What's your thoughts? I have nothing but respect for Coach Kinneman. Um, in my various times that I've been able to go to practice, go to games, talk to him, see the way that he coaches. He's a good coach, and he's done a lot for not only Belgrade football, but that whole sports community. Mm -hmm. And I think that he's definitely going to continue to play a role in the community um, and and in the sports world. Uh, But with that being said, I think Belgrade, it's been tough. It's been tough, that transition for that football program to go from single A to double A. Um, and I don't know all the specific details that went into his decision behind that, but it's definitely going to continue to be a transition for that football program. That said, I do think that Belgrade will eventually be able to be one of the top competitors in that league. What did you think about it, Jason? I do too. I think they're just going through a growth spurt right now that uh, are growing mm-hmm. pains, I guess, right now is the right phrase. Um, step up to right. the You know, we saw Flathead. Um, have issues, and um, uh, you know all the teams to step up, but Gallatin getting you know, and they're granted a new school, but at least they made the playoffs last year. But we saw with Glacier, they weren't good right away, and uh, right. it's going to be tough. I think Belgrade will be okay, but you also have two tremendous school fan bases right there in that valley with Gallatin now, and also the Bozeman Hawks. It's going to be it's going to be tough. Right. And Belgrade keeps growing, though. That's what they need is is student athletes. This whole Gallatin Valley is growing <laughs> rapidly, so yeah. it's going. We're going to see a lot of change as each year goes on, and I can't even imagine what it's going to look like ten years from now. No, it's going to be. I mean, I lived there for a long time. It's it's so crazy. Are you at the house right now? I am. This okay. is my humble abode. Okay. I've Let's got get two crazy. Roommates. One of them happens to be my coworker in Madison Atkinson. She's our day side slash night side news reporter. But um, they are out working. I have a little break in between. I am going to be at Montana State men's basketball tonight wow. against Yellowstone Christian. Blow out. So that should be a very exciting matchup. Just an, a great in state uh, game. Yeah, it will be. It's going to be a blowout. Yellowstone Christian, by the way, are they, did they move to Kalispell area? They closed the school in Billings, and they moved to Kalispell, I think. Or they are. I think they are. Okay. I don't know if they've officially done that. I was actually talking to Coach Sprinkle about that yesterday. He, he is on our Bobcat Insider okay. this week. So be sure to stay tuned, and we're going to start getting the basketball coaches on the show. So that's very exciting. Two of my favorite in the world right there, Danny Sprinkle and uh, Trisha Benford. They are fantastic. Uh, Alex Eshelman joining us uh, here Jason Walker Show. All right, you had the bye week for the Cats. Um, let's start there. They're, are they healthy? They needed it for the health. It came at a right time, especially for the mental aspect of things. But this is a team that's won, what, seven in a row, and um, – they needed to get a lot of guys, especially on defensive side, Alex, healthy. How are we doing this week? 
They're looking good. And that was one of the main questions when it came to Coach Vegan's press conference at the start of this week. Uh, Callahan, I'm pretty sure, will be back. I believe Nate Stewart will be back. Um, I, I'm pretty sure they're, they're back to almost 100% health. Um, and even those guys that just needed the break in terms of Matthew McKay, Isaiah Fonte, mm. all of your key starters, Troy Anderson, um, your guys up front, I believe, uh, Chase will also be back. Uh, so it's, it, they're looking good. I think they're feeling very ready and excited for this matchup because it's their biggest big sky game that they've had so far this season. I think it'll be the biggest test of the regular season. No offense to the Grizz, but mm-hmm. Eastern Washington's offense is a hell of a lot better right now, or heck of a lot, I should say. Um, but when you have Eric Berrier, you, it, it's almost like perfect timing for the Cats. Now, they have to they have to close the deal and get the job done on Saturday, but you're coming off the bye week. You're coming off the health, getting people healthy, mm-hmm. especially Chase Benson and Troy Anderson and Callahan O'Reilly and, and those guys. Mm-hmm. When you're going up against Eric Berrier, the top guy in the FCS, you're going to need a full strength, and they, they have it. So this was probably – I mean, the timeout Jeff Choate called a couple of years ago in Missoula was the greatest timeout in the history of sports – this might be the greatest bye week for the Bobcats <laughs> if they win. Well, and there, it, it's important to notice that Eastern Washington is also coming off of a bye week. So mm-hmm. they are going to come into this game just as ready as Montana State. And with having the top uh, offense in the big sky go up against the top defense, it's going to be one heck of a matchup, as you would say, Jason. Yes, it's as I be would say. I also think there's going to be fairly good weather, obviously a little chilly. We're in November now, but you cannot complain when, knock on wood, there's no snow, there isn't <laughs> rain, hopefully. So let's hope it's a clear night in Cheney. So when, uh, when you guys go, and by the way, how come this one isn't getting moved to ESPN2? That's a good question. I don't know. I'm not I, – I don't know. I can't answer that one, but speaking of ESPN – a lot of hype going uh, around about I, the Cat Grizz on game day. Yeah, I was going to get there. Um, let's stick with the Cats for a sec, though. So when you, okay. tr- when I'm you, jumping the gun. You know, just a little bit, but you had the bye week. You're mentally refreshed. You're ready to go. Uh, Alex Heschelman joining us, Jason Walker Show. Uh, that's what she said, brought to you by Dinner's Done Right. All right, so um, with this game and with Cheney and with Eastern Washington, what is the cat, or what do the cats have to do? What's been the talk around around the campus this weekend? Well, first and foremost, there's I think a touch of an added hype mm-hmm. and an added anxiousness in this week, and I'm not specifically talking on behalf of every single player or coach in that locker room and within the brand new Bobcat Athletic Complex where they live and breathe and work every day. But I do think that within the program, within the fan base, they're a little more hyper-focused on the fact that they know that this is going to be their biggest test. Um, And so I think that first and foremost, the energy is just a little more activated this week just because they know this is a a very important matchup. Uh, Second thing, First of all, they're going to need, I mean, most importantly, you're going to need to stop Eric Berry. Yeah. You're going to need to disrupt the pocket. You're going to need to put pressure on him. And I, I would say, first, that's the most important thing, mm-hmm. hands down, is agitate Eric Berry because he's not only arguably the best in the FCS, but we very well could see him at the next level. He's, he's that good. Um, and so – Defensively, that's the number one thing. Offensively, uh, Zach Mackey and I kind of go a little uh, more in-depth into this on Bobcat Insider, but we were talking about the importance of continuing to establish the run, continuing to start off with an explosive offense right off the bat with Matthew McCabe, both in the pass game and the run mm-hmm. game. Um, and I think if you do all of those things and realize Coach Vegan's always been so good about saying, listen, no, and his assistant coaches and his coordinators, every game is not going to be perfect. There's going to be times you don't know when you go into a game, one guy is not going to be performing as best as the next guy to him, but that's the whole point of a team is being selfless and picking each other up in times of weakness throughout a game. So, 
I don't know if it's going to be a pretty win for either Eastern or the Cats, but it's definitely going to be a game worth watching, and I definitely think it's going to be a dog fight in the Inferno. Or a cat fight. Cat fight. Yes, perfect. Perfect, Jason. Um, speaking of cat fight, can the Bobcats use what Weber State did to Eastern Washington as, you know, put some of their stuff into a game plan? Because, I mean, you got two really good defenses there, and, and, and they were able, the Weber State was able to, uh, to beat Eastern on the road. So, I mean, this is a – you could probably use some of that, I'm guessing. Yeah, I would say so. I would definitely say so. I also think Montana State's really going to have to be ready, and they're yeah. going to have to be prepared because Eastern, on top of having that bye, they're coming off of their first loss. So they're angry and they're rested. Yeah, that's a good point. Alex Eshelman joining us. Uh, you'll have that game, right? We will. SWX has that game, yes. Okay. We've got uh, Dennis Patch, and we've got our whole Spokane crew operating um, that SWX game, so it should be exciting. Wait, wait, wait. You do all the games except this one? How? Cr- that's just bad. Well, I will be going to that game. No, Yeah, no, but you don't no, get to work no, on the sideline, do no, you? No. <laughs> I'll be going to that game. I'll be getting highlights. I'll be doing all the uh, same things that I would do in a normal travel trip. And then um, don't worry, Jason. I've got senior night next week okay. against Idaho. That's in terms of sideline. That's what I'm excited about. So many wonderful seniors to highlight. So okay. it'll next three weeks are 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 big, big time. It's just like varsity blues, though. You got the the person that does all the work, get you to the end zone or the the goal line, and then they hand it off to somebody else. You're doing the great job on the sideline, you and Byers. Thank How you. is Chris, by the way? Is That's he... it. Our Spokane guys, they they are true professionals. I learned from them, and I'm excited to continue to learn from them at, at um, the Eastern game. Is Chris okay? I know he had a surgery last week, so is he doing all right? Chris is okay. Awesome. Thank you for asking. Perfect. He'll be happy to know that you asked. And, yes, he said it wasn't anything serious. He said it all went well. So Perfect. Good deal. He's doing well. Uh, Alex Ashman, our guest here, Jason Walker Show, ABC Fox Montana, ABC, or, uh, SWX Montana sports reporter. All right. Over on the other side of the hill, a team that probably should have won or lost last week ended up getting a win. Uh, Southern Utah kicks a field goal with about two minutes left. The Grizz are sitting with three conference losses. They still have an, an outside chance. They can play spoiler, uh, but they got a, a. Do they have a tough game this week with Northern Colorado? No. Okay. No. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> no disrespect to Northern Colorado. No disrespect. And you know what? You never know. You never know. Well, we thought that was Southern Utah. You never know, but no. Okay. I don't think they do. I think that Montana should should come away with the win. Okay. Um, but, again, I mean, you never know, but I do think that Montana is definitely better than UNC this year. Well, yeah. Is uh, Coach McCaffrey on the sideline, the brother? Yeah. I mean, are we over gate, whatever, chalkboard gate? Yeah, the small <laughs> pants, the chalkboard, chucking, yeah, yeah, yeah okay. the whole thing. We're over it. All right, we're all right. Over it. I all was right. personally over it from the second it happened. Okay. Um, well, they were. Yeah. Anyway. I'm sure they're over it. All right, I'm you sure mentioned it earlier. Hashtag Grizz on game day. Is it going to happen? I'm going to say yes. Absolutely, I'm going to say yes. Why not? Let's put continue to put it out in the universe. How cool would that be? It's so well-deserved. Washington Grizzly Stadium has been something that's been talked about not only within the FCS but all of college football. It's known as one of the best college football stadiums that there is. Yeah. Um, and more importantly, the Cat-Grizz rivalry is known as one of the best rivalries in all of college football. And I think that it 100% deserves a spotlight this year. Um, And I think that it would not be a disappointing matchup for the ESPN College Game Day crew. Selfishly, I would love if they came as well because I love College Game Day. That's my favorite (laughs) show ever. And... Um, so it, it would be it would be so special to see that, especially since I haven't experienced a cat grizz yet. So to start it off with a bang like that would be pretty cool. Right. 
Uh, this might be my first time going to a Cat Grizz game at Washington Grizzly Stadium. Going to any game at Washington Grizzly Stadium, I might be able. I might be making it. You have to, Jason, especially if ESPN College Game Day is coming. Well, especially. yeah, I mean, me and Kirk Herbstreit hanging out, but then they're not going to call the game. So, what what game is in the area that they're going to put Kirk on? I mean, is there any good games that week? And that's the other thing. You've got like Mich- or Ohio State, Michigan, I think, or Michigan State, Ohio State. So you got some good that games. Game I don't believe is on ESPN though. Okay, but you still got some good games that College Game we'll Day could go to. All that out, yes. but I think it's going to happen. I, yeah, I don't know. Regardless, I do think that it's about time that Cat Grizz um, makes it to Game Day, and I think that it's definitely a top contender. It should be a top contender, and yes. I hope that they say yes to coming to Missoula. Question though: If the Grizz were to lose. Next or this weekend, and have three conference losses and be basically done. And let's say the Cats have one or two conference losses, and neither teams in the top ten. Does it would College Game Day still come then? Because it's not as big of a matchup then. No. Okay. So one of them has to be in the top ten. No, I think Montana State and Montana have to win out up to that point. Okay. I think it's going to happen. I don't know who the Grizz have next week, but. I actually don't know who they have next week either. I'm, 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 We're just, I'm, just, I'm more focused on Montana State over here uh, in Bozeman. What can you say? I know, which I love about that's you know that's why you're on. I don't talk to Sean Rainey. It's not that's what he said. So we've got Sean, we've got Zach over in Missoula. They yeah. are experts on. They do really well. Everything um they do. Um, what else was I going to bring up? Uh, high school quarterfinals. So you're not going over. You're not going to be at any Bozeman game on uh, on Friday night. That's a good one with Helena High down there. Correct, but we will have um, we will have someone from our station there. Yes, cool. so we will have coverage of that game, and it'll be interesting. I can't believe we've reached this point in the year already, um, especially with mostly good weather. So right. not going to wood for that again. But I know. Yeah, it'll be an interesting matchup. I still think that I still think Sentinel might might win the whole thing again. I still do too. I, I mean, I'll have my predictions tomorrow, but it's going to be tough to pick Helena High and Capital on the road against Bozeman and West. Um, mm-hmm. But I might because Capital's defense is really good. But Bozeman's, I don't know. It's going to be a fun weekend. That's why they, that's why the the eight best teams in the double A are standing. There's no question about that. And I will say Coach Weshi's group, they have grit. They've improved as the season has gone on. When the season started, I think everyone was like, oh, I don't know right. how they're going to beat this year, especially with a small a veteran senior class that they have. But Coach Weshi, a true pro, he, he builds those guys up, and they've continued to improve. So we'll see what happens when they when they play on Friday. Jake Casagrande at quarterback, Jace Appleby in the mm-hmm. backfield. It's pretty good. It's going to be a good yeah. matchup with Helena High for sure. Um, I got people on Twitter going at it for Cats and Grizz. One's a Grizz, one's a Cat. So that's kind of funny. <laughs> um Oh, that's what you want, Jason. True rivalry. <laughs> Here you go. You ready for this? Uh, Sue, who's yeah. a fantastic she coaches Capital uh, Capital cheerleading by the way. Uh, she said <gasps> Watching Lee Corso put on the champ head on TV. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be good. I mean, for Bobcat fans, I mean, you would have to love that. Oh, yeah. I'm a Grizz fan, too. I mean, but Monty gets way too much play. Monty's not Monty like he was back in the early days. He's kind of – he's faded out. He's old now. I've seen old videos of, oh. the, of the old Monty, and he's legit. The one that went to uh, the Chicago Bulls? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was good. <laughs> he was MSU had to step up its game there uh, in in a few places when those were the days. Um, hey, I know you got to run, but um, appreciate your time as always. Are you coming back next hey. week? Absolutely. Okay. You'll be my. Absolutely, we, we're gonna have a lot to talk about the Eastern game. We're gonna yep. have one more final home game for Montana State football and. Now we're going to have to start incorporating. We've got basketball. We still have volleyball. Yeah. I mean, it's Are you going to do this all winter? You're going to carry on? This isn't just a football deal? You're going to keep doing this? Absolutely. Okay, good. Sweet. No question. I was no starting question. to freak out. I'm like, now what am I going to do? Every Wednesday. All right.
Every Wednesday. We love her. Alex Ashleman, ABC Fox Sports Reporter, also SWX Montana. Bobcat Insider, 9.35 tomorrow night. Is that right? 9.30? Yes. Okay. On ABC Correct. Fox. 9.35 on Fox. On yep. Fox. Thank you, Jason. Always a pleasure. Love being on your show. And let's see what happens, Eastern yep. and Montana State. It's going to be a fun one. Have fun on the red turf. Well, you won't actually be on the red. You'll be on the black on the border. Either way, I hope my eyes don't start hurting looking at that red field. I have to tell you a quick story. First game I ever covered for Carroll, they played Menlo College at Eastern, at at Cheney, at the Inferno. Interesting. It was 95 degrees because it was August 31st, and it was 115 on the playing field. And Menlo brought the wrong uniform. They had to wear Eastern Washington's uniforms. No. That's serious. <laughs> True story. Demoralizing. True story. True story. That and they got awful. beat like fifty-nine to seven or something like that. It was so bad. Oh, I would rather I would rather snag like some local high school football <laughs> uniforms. I would not wear my opponent's uniforms. Well, it was game day. They had, it was it was Carroll and Menlo, so it was they they wore Eastern Menlo had to wear oh, Eastern Washington. Excuse me. Oh yeah. my gosh. Oh yeah. my gosh. Sorry about that. So I, it was, I, but so numbers didn't okay. match. Like, they tried. Like, they went through the roster like, okay, this player's number. That, you know, I but, guess maybe that's a confidence booster, wearing yeah. wearing a Eastern's <laughs> uniform. Right. That would have been 2013, so three years away from a championship. So, removed. Yeah. Anyway. Wow. Right. Well, I can understand how hot um, 115 degrees. Oh, yeah. On, you got nothing. Turf would be being cheering at U of A. Ooh. Yeah. It is hot like that until about November this time. I almost said Tempe, so I'm glad you remembered U of A, not that's okay. that's Tucson. People get it mixed up, but they all know who the better one is when they when they think about it. <laughs> and you, the state impartial, Northern Arizona? Sure. We'll throw in you in there. We're big Sky supporters. There you we'll go. Throw the Lumberjacks in there. Why not? Hey, there you go. Hey, uh, have fun this weekend out there in Cheney, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Jason. That is Alex Eshelman joining us here, Jason Walker's show, as we uh, go back to that camera angle. We love her. And uh, that's what she said. Every Wednesday brought to you by Dinner's Done Right. Stop by Dinner's Done Right. And uh, it's amazing how quick you can get things done. You just you can call in your order. You can register online. You can order online. You can just go pick it up. They make it for you. And it's um, it's just done. It's fantastic. So there you got to do. Uh, stop in. Dinner's done right. Appreciate Alex Eshelman each and every week joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back. Scott Evans, Helena High Coach, joins us next. This segment brought to you by Rutgers Furniture. Make the quality choice for your home at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Everyone knows about Dinner's Done Right and the convenience of the cook and carry cuisines. It's so easy to just stop by and you have something for dinner that night. But there's also one more thing you need to know about. Dinner's Done Right grab-and-go salad bar. Yes, I said salad bar. Always the freshest ingredients along with a daily soup and nacho bar too. So the next time you are in a rush or you just want to eat healthy, stop by Dinner's Done Right for the soup, salad, and nacho bar. For monthly menus and more info, it's dinnersdoneright.com. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $299. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. New vehicles keep coming, and Capital Collision Center keeps earning certifications to repair them. They're Helena's newest GM-certified facility. No matter the make or year, they repair your car to manufacturer's standards and requirements, maintaining its safety and value. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle and it's your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center, certified in GM, Subaru, and Nissan, and Helena's only shop certified in Honda, Acura, and Ford. When you value safety, go to Capital Collision Center on Euclid. Do you love to look at photos of Montana from animals to landscapes and more? Are you looking for a place to get your senior pictures or family portraits done? 
Are you a business owner looking to upgrade the decor in your offices? Well, look no further than Mark LaRoe Photography. Mark has been shooting beautiful photos all across the Treasure State, from rodeos to portraits, and would love to work with you. Visit MarkLaRoePhotography.com to see many masterpieces of his work, then give him a call to schedule your own photo shoot. Or to purchase one of his fantastic pieces, stop by Spirit of the Big Sky Gallery on Custer in Helena. MarkLaRoePhotography.com. Everyone knows about dinners done. Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Welcome back, Jason Walker Show. On this day in history, the walk-off still to come. A little slow start, nice build-up though. Uh, Sue and Howard having fun on the Twitter talking about cats and grizz and they're both Bruins. There's no question about that. But uh, hashtag grizz on game day, college game day, uh, probably going to end up in Missoula November 20th. Uh, Howard, I've actually never been to a game in Missoula because I was usually doing games for the Bobcats or Carroll. So I've actually never experienced the stadium or the atmosphere. But I will say, I know that Washington Grizzly had it going on for a long time, but Bobcat Stadium is right behind it because Bobcat Stadium had to get better as well, as did the people. So I don't know. I might be there. I might. I might be calling a state championship bas- or a football game, though, too, on the 20th, so I don't know. I'll either be in Missoula or somewhere at a state championship calling that for NFH- uh, NFHS Network. Well, it's nice that Alex is going to join us every Wednesday through basketball season. That'll be fun. Um, what's going to be fun though is Friday night. Got a high school football quarterfinals in the Double A, and uh, big game. Helena High at Bozeman. Talk about it now. The head coach of the Bengals, Scott Evans, on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. All right, coach. Another week, another conversation, which is always a good thing because at this point in the year, that means if we're talking, you must have won a playoff game, and you guys did that. Uh, Nice win over a very tough Gallatin Raptors team on Friday night. Take me through it. Yeah, you know, we just we played a pretty tough game. I mean, the Raptors came in. They're excited about their first playoff game and things like that. They jumped on us right away, and we made a couple mistakes. But I think overall, you know, we kind of handled the game pretty well. We were up 42-14 by the end of the third quarter. So I felt pretty good about where we're at. And so I think our kids jumped up and responded and played a pretty good playoff game. So. I'm very happy with what we did as a team. I thought our kids grew a lot from that game. There's always the question of postseason jitters. Did you guys have any, do you think, when you first uh, came out onto the field? No. We made some mental mistakes, but that's the, that would that be the same as game two, game five, game six, things like that. We, just didn't, we didn't handle our execution very well, and we were off on some timing, and that just happens sometimes in football games. But as soon as we got it on there, I mean, we ended up almost getting 300 yards with the rushing and did some things very well offensively that I like to see. So I was pretty happy with our guys overall. I thought some penalties that we, we created on our own were the problem for us, you know, it slowed our momentum down. Talking with Scott Evans, the Helena High coach. I know the headline said Caden Hewitt gets his first playoff win, but this was a team victory, and, and Caden didn't play his best football of the year, but uh, the defense came to play, and the offense stepped up when it needed to, it looked like. Yeah, you know, we, we had a good game plan, I thought, and we did some different things. We're getting our tight end involved in the game and running our running backs a little bit more. So I think overall, defensively, you know, we stopped the run game, and made them pass 42 times and completed 17. So I was really happy with stat-wise what we did. And as far as it goes with Caden, Caden just missed a couple balls here and there. And I mean, if his timing's on, if we can win where he's not, he's off, 
and we're playing pretty good as a team. So I'm pretty happy with the whole outcome. When you look at uh, Gallatin, um, this is a team in its second season. How impressive are they with a kid like Garrett Dalkey out there and, and Schlepp, uh, uh, you know that name very well, Cade's cousin. But uh, this is a pretty good team that just keeps getting better. And uh, you guys got lucky to get past them, it looked like, in that first round. Uh, no, I don't think we were lucky at all. I thought we actually played a very good football game, and it wasn't as close as the score sure says. I mean, they scored two touchdowns late in the game with four minutes left, so I'm not going to count it as a, a close game by any means. But at the same point in time, I think Hunter Chandler's done a good job with his program and doing some good things with his kids. And I think it'll be an up-and-coming program for years to come. I mean, they definitely have the facilities. They definitely have the population coming in there. So I think they're going to be a team that's going to be – you'll have to be with them in the East for sure. These are hell, these are high school kids, coach. I was trying to give them some credit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm in the position of winning. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Those are good kids. No, I mean, like I said, Hunter Chandler's done a good job with the squad over there, and I think by eventually they're going to grow into a pretty good football squad over there. I mean, that's yeah. that's definitely it's kind of like the Glacier thing. You, you, the newer, the better, and they got a population growing in there in Bozeman area, so they're going to have kids to draw from. Speaking of Bozeman, as we talk to Bengals football coach Scott Evans, you're at Bozeman this weekend. It's another matchup in the playoffs. Seems like the Hawks and the Bengals can't uh, stay out of each other's way the last couple of seasons. This is going to be another fun one. Yeah, you know, we just kind of changed positions. All of a sudden, we played on the road a couple of years ago down there as sophomores, as kids are sophomores, and then last year as juniors, and they're here, so we're kind of go back and forth, and like I said, that's one of the premium programs in the state of Montana. Coach Weston does a good job with these guys down there. And, I mean, I'd, I'm, I'm happy to get back at them, though. I, I, I'll tell you, if I, if I could drop the script right away, this is the one I wanted right here. So I feel pretty excited about playing the Hawks. What makes this such a good rivalry over the last few years? Well, I think they're two quality programs. You know, they, I think as far as it goes, I think the coaches do a good job on both sides of the ball. And you know, we don't do anything too dramatic on from our end. We don't do too dramatic on their end, but they teach good fundamental football. And I think Westy does a great job down there with the kids he has and does a good job of coaching them up. So I just, I think that's quality programs. You know, the quality programs walk in and their kids are trained to play football the right way and do things the right way. And I think Bozeman's one of those squads that does that. And I think we're squad does the same thing. So that's what always brings a good matchup to get together. They seem like they're like a Sentinel. They're like a hell and a high. They're like a West. They just, they lose the big names, but they're still really good and really talented at all the positions. Uh, what do you look for this week? Uh, you know, they have a great run game. They put another quarterback in there who's just as good as the last quarterback they had. <laughs> they they do a good job on defense. I mean, I, I think the thing that Bozeman probably does as well as anybody is their old line's one of the better old lines out there in the state every year in, year out. They just do a good job with those guys and Coach Washington trying that. And they just do a good job overall. It's just that, you know, I, I can't really pinpoint, you know, they have a great receiver in number two. He does a good job as Zanto kid, but. Overall, they do a team game, and they do a good job of balancing themselves out. So it's once again is there's an expectation of winning in the program, and that expectation carries over year after year after year. What do you have to do defensively? Because this is a team that can put up some points um, in a hurry. Uh, you know, we got to do what we always tell them. they got to stop us first. Sure. You know, I, I don't walk in with a thought process that, we have to stop them, they have to stop us. So we're going to come after them like we usually do with all of our defense times, and we're going to attack them, and, you know, we're going to try to get people in the backfield as quick as we can and do some things like that and try to disrupt the game they do and we're going to get rid of their first two things they like to do. And if they get us with the third and fourth thing, then they deserve credit for that. So we're going to go with that same mindset. Scott Evans, our guest here, Jason Walker Show. Um, traveling down on the road, it's a – I mean, have you you've been in that stadium, right, the new stadium? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yep. okay. Um, it's a pretty nice little setup they got there. It, it, it's a great setup. It goes they north to south job. now instead of east to west, like old Van Winkle. Yeah, I know. It's absolutely a great facility they put together there. You know, they they did the right thing. They got good grandstands, and they have good locker rooms for the opposing teams. So I think they did a good job of setting that place up. And it's got, you know, you could add to it to the future as well. So they did great work with that. You've got uh, eight teams left in the playoffs, Coach. Five of them are from the West. Does that just speak to how dominant the West has been this year? You know, I we walked in knowing that there'd be a, it'd be a juggernaut going through the mm. the West, and it's kind of showing up in the playoffs. And 
you know, I, I'm kind of expecting to see the same thing as the semifinals as well. I just, I think there's some quality programs and we play tough games overall. And that's nothing against the East, but it just lined up as a year that West had some quality football teams over there. And I think the years will change sometimes, but this year walking in, I think a lot of us as coaches knew that the West was going to be tough. I think it's proven right now. So, you know, I, I, I mean, I knew going into the season that we'd have a tough season overall with the competitive competition we have over here. So, kind of playing out the way we thought. Hey, uh, you're guaranteed of one Western AA team in the semifinals. Is there going to be four? <laughs> I'm not going to make a bold prediction. <laughs> you know what? I, there's a, I mean, I know the teams on the East right now. And I'm not going to give them too many things to go off about that one, but I can tell you this much. I know that the eight teams that are in there deserve to be there, and their teams at the beginning of the year that I think everybody kind of picked to be there. So I think if you kind of looked at the pundits early in the year, I think almost all eight of the teams that are in there should be there. So it kind of played out the way people thought. All right. Are you happy with the way the World Series turned out? You know, I gotta tell you, I'm a Cubs fan, so oh, the World Series doesn't exist in my world very often. So I have to wait every hundred years. So I don't know if I'm gonna get the next one for the Cubs or not. So I kind of stay away from baseball. My heart gets broken in July usually, so yep. I I kind of tend to, to lean towards thank you for football season and hope it goes forward. So I know all my brave fans that I know they're they're excited. They thought they rose from the dead today, so I guess I, I'll give them a little credit and a pat on the back. Coach Van Deese and the boys for Brace, yeah. you know, I'll give them their credit. Well, I'm a Mets fan, so I can feel your agony there. Yeah, you're even worse off than I am, so I, at least I have one in this, this time period of millennium. Well, I have one in my, in my memory because I was alive. 1986. I know that one. I'm going to tell you, Daryl Strawberry and Dwight Gooden. I mean, you're going back in time here, the way back. <laughs> way, way back. Uh, all right, you got the um, Cats in Eastern Washington. Make a prediction. Cats. All right. Well, no, I mean that's good. It's just it's a it's a good game. Oh, it's going to be a great game. I mean, that quarterback for East Washington is something oh. else. He's he's incredible. I'm hoping the defense for the Cats is all healed up and ready to go, and the boys in blue can get over there and kick their butt a little bit. How about how cool would it be if Chase Benson comes back from injury and gets about three sacks and four and a half TFLs? I I, I hope so. I hope the big fellow is ready to roll because he's the main cog in that defense, oh. and I just. I love watching him play. It's just a pleasure to see him play football. Hey, uh, it's a pleasure to watch you guys. Um, I want to talk next week, so make sure you take care of business over my Bozeman Hawks. You know, I'm a Bozeman grad, but I have yet to get a Hawk helmet. I have a hell and a high helmet. Well, they, they don't like you, see, so you're a hell and a high guy now. So <laughs> I don't want that Bozeman thing in your, in your area. Okay, sounds good, Coach. Hey, good luck this weekend. Thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll chat next Wednesday. Sounds good, Jason. You take care. Helena High Coach Scott Evans joining us on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. He's so good. He's just he's funny. I love it's what it sucks when football season ends because then I lose these conversations with the coaches, but then I get them with basketball coaches and they're just awesome as well. So uh, good times. Appreciate him joining us, courtesy of the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. All of our guests appear via the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. It's not just a bundle. It's your home. It's your auto. It's your life insurance. Mike understands that. Takes care of your family. Just like he takes care of his. Mike Miller, State Farm in Helena. All right. Uh, Bozeman Hawks in uh, Helena High. That game will be in, uh, on NFHS Network, and I think Ian Laird will have that call down in the uh, on the uh, World Wide Web. So listen, listen to him. All right. Uh, let's take uh, time now to do On This Day in History. It is brought to you by Mountain Nutrition, 3222. Centennial Drive in Helena. Stop by. I got my chocolate peanut butter milkshake today on my way to golf, which I ended up not golfing. But, uh, yeah. I'm going to have to fix that. It's almost coming off. All right. We'll fix the mic someday. Um, maybe. Who knows? Anyway, the teas. Oh, so good. 21 vitamins and minerals. A metabolism booster. Stay there. It's going to drive me nuts. What happened to the microphone? It's not the microphone. It's the stand. Anyway, all right, we'll get it. We'll worry about it. By the way, Mountain Nutrition also has protein balls, peanut butter, oatmeal. They're like, they're so they're good. Um, stop by Mountain Nutrition, MTN Nutrition on the Facebook, MTN Nutrition, MT on the Instagram. Today is 
November the 3rd, it is National Stress Awareness Day. It is National Housewives Day. It is also National Sandwich Day. On this day in 1899, world heavyweight boxing champ James J. Jeffries retains the title, beating Tom Sharkey in 25 rounds. 1934, Yankees first baseman Lou Gehrig wins the American League Triple Crown. He hit 363 with 49 home runs and 165 RBI. But he lost the MVP award to Philadelphia ace catcher Mickey Cochran, who hit 320 with two home runs and 76 RBI. So he hit 43 points lower, had 47 less home runs, and like 90 less, 89 less RBI, and was still the MVP that year over Lou Gehrig. Travesty. 1935, Philadelphia Eagles beat the Boston Redskins. The game was 7-6. to It was played at Fenway Park. The quarterbacks for both teams combined, 11 interceptions. 1942, talk about Lou Gehrig not winning the MVP. How about Boston Red Sox outfielder Ted Williams gets screwed for the second straight year. Uh, had a triple crown, 356, 36 home runs, 137 RBI, but Yankees pitcher Joe Gordon was named the AL MVP. The year before, 1941, Teddy Ballgame, well, he only hit 406, but he lost the MVP that year to Joe DiMaggio because he had that 56-game hit streak. On this day in 1962, Wilt Chamberlain scored 72 points, then the fourth-highest point total in NBA history. 1975, Chris Everett becomes the first tennis player to achieve the number one ranking as the WTA Tour Rankings debut. She holds that spot for the first 26 weeks. On this day, 1987, Mark McGuire, the A's, the AL Rookie of the Year, hit 49 home runs, second to win the AL Award unanimously. The first was Carlton Fisk in 1972. 1996, Kobe Bryant becomes the then youngest player to make his NBA debut. 2007, Navy beats Notre Dame 46-44 in triple overtime, ending the Fighting Irish's NCAA football record winning streak against the midshipmen at 43 games. The previous win... 1963. Uh, Bronco Nagurski was born on this date in 1908. The Canadian American College and Pro Football Hall of Famer for the Bears. Born in Rainy River, Ontario, Canada. Canada. Uh, Charles Bronson, born on this date in 1921, the great actor. And uh, Hans Dolph Lundgren, born on this date in either 1957 or 1959. Nobody knows. He was born in Sweden. And, of course, he was in Rocky IV. Are you, is, are you going to that in the theaters, the new Rocky IV, the edited version, which adds like 40 minutes? I think on November 11th it will be in theaters next week. Man, I'd love to. But I will be uh, on a plane next week on Thursday the 11th. I'll tell you next week. Can't make it too public. On this date, uh, 1796, John Adams elected the second president. Ulysses S. Grant elected president in 1868. William McKinley in 1896. On this date in 1908, William Howard Taft elected president. Both McKinley and uh, Taft beat William Jennings Bryan. I think he lost three times. 1936, FDR wins a second term. 1964, LBJ elected in a landslide. And uh, Bill Clinton elected on this date in 1992. John, uh, Annie Oakley passed away on this date in 1926. Phoebe Ann Moses, sharpshooter. She had pernicious anemia. She was 66. Annie Oakley. When she died. Let's do this. We're almost at the end of the show. What did we learn? And what did he miss? Time for the walk-off. The walk-off presented by Cafe Zydeco, where the big easy meets the big sky. Stopped by uh, Euclid and Helena. Also in uh, Bozeman and Billings. And uh, get some jambalaya. Gumbo. It's getting chilly, so warmness. A little spicy Cajun food warms up the tum-tums. All right, there you go. Cafe Zydeco, love having them on board. Uh, one thing we did not get to, um, Carson DeRozier, the uh, great capital wrestler, won a national championship over the weekend, um, which is pretty cool. There was 83 kids in his bracket. And he won the championship match on points 7-2 to two, uh, with seven consecutive wins. He only gave up three points the entire tournament. But uh, a national championship for Carson DeRozier, the capital Bruin state champ from a couple of years ago. 
Kid's a stud. And uh, he's got a really good chance to win another state title this year. We'll, uh, we'll get him on the show soon. Wrestling season's just around the corner. But congrats to Carson DeRogery, national champion in, uh, in wrestling. That's super cool. Seven straight victories and only three points given up. And two of them are in the championship. So, congratulations, Carson. He's a stud. Hope you enjoyed today. Thanks to Scott Evans joining us. Alex Eshelman, that's what she said. Brought to you by Dinner's Done Right. And we uh, may or may not be here tomorrow. I'll let you know on social media. I just don't know. I'm going to fix that, too. The microphone deal. It's bugging me. All right. So... Stay tuned on social media. If you missed anything, go to jasonwalkershow.com. Um, we've got a fun next couple of weeks. we got a fun. We just have fun every day. Hope you do, too. At jwalkersports, jasonwalkershow.com. We'll see you soon, 4 o'clock, every weekday, right here at Jason Walker Show. Have yourself a fantastic. Oh, we got to start the music again. I talked too long. Figure it out. Have yourself a great Wednesday. Walk-off brought to you by Cafe Zydeco. And again, congrats to uh, Carson DeRozier. National champion. How many people can say that? That's super cool. All right. We'll see you next time right here. Jason Walker Show. The Jason Walker Show is produced by the Jason Walker Media Company. Any reuse, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of the Jason Walker Show is strictly prohibited. Just listen, watch, and enjoy.